0: I'm going this place your
1: home. Good morning Hamilton this is Rob Golfy with Remax Scarbut the Golfy team welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie.
0: Good morning once again. RobGolfie.com is the website you want to head to. RobGolfie.com. That's Rob G-O-L-F-I dot Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Don't forget, Golfie Gets It Sold. They're all over social media, at RobGolfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like RobGolfie on his Facebook page. And be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, wherever you download your favorite podcast. If you have a question for the Golfie team or you have a topic idea, share it with us. Email questions at robgolfie.com. That email address again is questions at robgolfie.com. A host of things to talk to today, including talkative homebuyers beware. The seller might be listening. We've chatted about this on a past episode, and we're going to revisit this topic because there's, well, some recent activity in terms of sellers listening to pers- Home buyers. We're also going to talk about uh, the federal liberal government wanting to uh, make home buying a little more affordable or a lot more affordable for millennials. That might be one of the top election campaign uh, topics uh, this coming fall when uh, we go back to the polls. And uh, we got a couple of funny stories that you guys are going to share in a couple of minutes. But let's revisit 2018 in comparison to 2017. There was some movement in Hamilton, especially in some specific areas. <laughs> welcome back by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hang on guys. hang on R-
0: Rob had the Bahamas flu yes and, and so. <laughs> well, sorry
1: sorry to hear that yeah so the uh, so I got the numbers for the uh, for overall base 2017 over uh, over 2018 right. and, and the three the four areas that got hit the uh, the hardest was uh, East Hamilton. Uh, in 2017 there was almost uh, 1,100 sales in East Hamilton, and uh, in 2018, 883. So those are the final numbers. And um, house prices did go up uh, from 2017 to 18. The average sale price at the... Overall, at the end of uh, 2018 in East Hamilton, ended up at 380,346, which is a pretty strong number. Pretty healthy number, yeah. It is a pretty healthy number. In
0: comparison to 358,000 for 2017.
1: Yeah, even though the amount of of sales were down. Yeah. And then uh, Hamilton Central, uh, it it also uh, uh, took a little bit of a beating in uh, unit sales um in 2017 they sold uh 100 uh 1, 1 sales and then in 2018 1047 sales that's a big drop Yeah, Four, 400 houses yeah yeah that's quite a bit yeah yeah so uh but but house prices uh did stay uh they're a little better than uh the previous year from mm-hmm. 2017 the average sale price in Hamilton Central is three hundred fifty four thousand eight hundred twenty eight, and uh, it w- from uh, two thousand seventeen, which was three hundred forty nine thousand, uh, and also now the higher end homes uh, also took a little bit of a hit uh, in Ancaster. Um, they uh, they actually dropped in price because obviously the you know the housing prices just got too too yeah. o- overheated and, and and overpriced over there. But uh, <clears throat> in two thousand seventeen, there were six hundred seventy eight homes that sold in Ancaster, and then uh, 2018, it was 561. So there was quite quite a bit of a drop there. Mm -hmm. And then the average sale price in 2018 overall – uh, the end of year with uh, seven uh, seven hundred thirty eight thousand nine hundred seventy two. So it uh, f- f- from the seven hundred seventy thousand in two thousand seventeen. So they took a they took a drop, yeah. and then Burlington also took a a, a, a big drop, and it, and it's again it's because of the the price point mark in the in mm-hmm. the market.
0: So they had thirty five hundred homes sold in twenty seventeen, yeah. which is a good number, but only twenty nine hundred. In 2018, that's a, that's, that, a, that's a considerable drop.
1: It is a considerable drop, and uh, and they also dropped in uh, average sale price. Yeah. Like in 2017 in Burlington, uh, uh, the average sale price was seven uh, seven hundred sixty three thousand five hundred forty nine, and they dropped down to seven hundred thirty five thousand six hundred two. So it just, uh, it, you know, I'm th- 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 those higher end markets, especially where we are, they're going to take a, more of a hit, uh,
2: just because it's it, they maxed out on their price. I think those. Um especially the incaster burlington markets we're going to see the average sale price come down just because that's what they're going towards is the more affordable housing they're mm. going towards the more dense townhouse housing they're going towards the condo housing right so what you know overall that's going to bring the overall average sale price down if you if you if you you know calculate them all together but it should be interesting to see if once you take the count the condo and townhouse market out of it and just look at the detached market mm. and that'll be a better idea in terms of gauging off average sale price but you know you know, if you look at, at, at Ancaster, if you look at, at Burlington, you know, there's condos and townhouses going up everywhere and they're just making it more affordable for people to live in those areas, which is a good thing. Makes sense. But you know it's not necessarily a true indicator in terms of the overall housing average price.
0: One other area I do want to pinpoint, Hamilton Mountain as well had 2100 homes sold in 2017 uh, down to 1800 in 2018 and the average sale price inched up a little bit, yeah. 464000 in 2017 to four seventy one last year. So while well, the prices is- Still going up. The number of homes really dramatically are, declined as well. That's
1: right. Yeah. So it, uh, it 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 so the markets are still strong. In 2017, everybody thought uh, that was was the peak, but we, we are seeing uh, stronger numbers in 2018, and I still think 2019 we will see see stronger numbers overall. And uh, it's funny how it corrected itself real quick mm-hmm. because usually I remember the early 90s it took it took a good five to eight years yeah. to cor- to, for the numbers to catch up you know.
0: Uh, sales activity uh, for the entire year, so in 2017, almost 9,000 properties changed hands. In 2018, just over 7,300, so that's an 18% decline. And dollar volume went down 17% from $4.4 billion in 2017 to $3.7 last year. Yeah. So 2019, what's the feeling so far as we're a few weeks into it? It's it's tough. This month's
1: going by really quick. I, I, I'm having a, a little bit of a hard time getting a great on it because this month is going by so quick right and um i i think um we're coming out the gate a little slower than usual um but uh i i think um that we're gonna have a uh strong activity we've had you know the first 10
2: days of january was was really hot yeah like people that had the you know the the new year's resolutions people that you know over the christmas break they're you know they're going to say you know i'm going to come out and put my house up for sale they're really motivated so yeah they're very motivated so we noticed in the first two weeks we had a ton of appointments in terms of listing appointments they were way up uh in comparison to last year then and then in terms of getting into like the the second and a half third week of january it kind of tailed off and slowed down a Mm. bit um Did the weather have anything to do with it? Yeah, that's what I was just going to get into. I was going to say that's when we started to hit our our winter storms and and our freezing temperatures, and and that obviously has a – dramatic effect on on appointments and listing appointments and and people just say yeah you know my, my house is covered in snow there's no point of you coming to look at it right now and and then other people aren't going out and looking at houses and freezing temperatures so yeah, yeah. i mean we're it, not yeah, used to it, that it, it, <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a huge factor that comes into into the housing market um and then we've noticed this in the in the past couple of years we find that if you know if it's a very cold winter and it's a mild spring you'll make up the numbers in the spring hmm. whereas you'll have stronger months in the spring Due to the colder winter months. So Interesting. So we'll see what happens, but definitely, you know, the weather is, is a, a huge, huge indicator as to why those appointments tailed off and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and uh, fell, fell down.
0: Now, there's probably no way that 2019 is going to mirror 2017 in terms of activity. Right. Never say never. Well, never say never. Are there indicators that uh, um, we could be better than last year at least?
1: Um, I, it's, it's hard to tell. Like yeah. right now, it's still too fresh. I'll know more. As we get into February uh, February mm-hmm. and if, if, if it, uh, it, it it's it, it, it's, a t- it's a tough it's uh, a tough a ma- tough match I still think March you should always have your house up for sale for ready for March because March is always seems to be a great month to sell uh, real estate right. and you get uh, strong numbers uh, not as many houses for sale and uh, a lot of buyers are still out there so um, but we'll We'll find out. I, I'll know more in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, it should on. be
2: interesting to see the stats at the end of January yeah. And, yeah. And, and what we can compare it to. Yeah. Right now, we're you know we're just going based off our own our own experience and our own appointments. But once you know the board stats come out, it'll be a good indicator in, in comparing it to last year and well, where we are this year. Well, last year it,
1: now they're going to say, well, we're only down maybe three percent because right. we're already down from so so from we're comparing from last year's numbers. That is down from set 2017 numbers. Yeah, yeah. So it'll sound less as much uh, that we're down uh, if we're only down 3% or 4% because, right. oh, they say that's not that bad. But yeah. it, but it's it, a
0: more realistic comparable. Th-
1: yes, right? yes, yeah. uh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So for the golfy team, I know December 2018 was way busier than December 2017. Yeah, I think we doubled. Yeah, we, yeah, doubled, we, du- we doubled our numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, So surprising. could you say the same for January 2019 compared to last January? I know we're not done the month yet.
1: Yeah, I you know what? I think we're going to be on level as the yeah. same as, as last year's numbers. Um, and it, it's just... It's just the way it's just the way the the way it's just been, you know, kicked off and started and right. stuff like that. So I I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I I have a good friend of mine that owns uh several car dealerships and I always we always compare notes and you know, I ask him how your sales are mm-hmm. and, and and usually we're in line. Really, like eh? yeah, like he says, you know, if we're up, we're down or or whatever. So um so you know if people are not buying houses they're not buying cars either so mm-hmm.
0: so it's the same thing it's almost one and the same uh, a couple minutes left in this segment uh you guys have a couple of funny stories kicked off by just before the show uh <laughs> Phil was filling us in uh on a, a recent uh tumble that yeah you took. this was oh.
2: this was last week in uh in Niagara Falls okay and uh um, so you're showing a house no i was I was there for a listing appointment so oh, okay so when i when I, I walked into the house I had my carrying bag over my over my one shoulder and then when i when I walked through a house i I have a folder out and I'm taking notes, right? You know, you're asking all the key, you know, the, the questions: roof, sh- you know, shingles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, went, different updates, furnace, AC. So my hands were full, and 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 um, in this particular house, they they put in a new floor in the kitchen. So from the kitchen to the living room, the kitchen had the new floor, but they went right over top of the existing kitchen floor. Right. So the transition, there was no transition. It was like an inch and a half, two inch kind of. A lip, a lip. But it wasn't <laughs> even a lip. It was just a. It's like a step. Yeah, it was like <laughs> okay. a, yeah, it was a step, and which you didn't notice. No, and and <laughs> my my front foot just caught this, and it felt like somebody pulled my ankles right out from underneath <laughs> me. So keep in mind, my hands were full. Usually, you know, if I fell, I would catch myself or right. you put your right hand you could down. Brace yourself, and, yeah. and and I just went down like like it was i couldn't i can't even explain it, but i fell he so hard he went down like a sack of potatoes <laughs> i fell so hard <laughs> and i turned to break my fall and I, and I turned onto my onto my shoulder and my knee and my shoulder took the fall wow. and and i've never fallen like this before but and the, the homeowner looked at me and she's like, Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm like picking myself up off the ground. It was yeah. a complete yard sale. Like my folders are everywhere. <laughs> and my first question to her was, yeah, I'm okay. But I go, has this happened to anybody before? And she goes, Oh yeah, it's happened a couple times. <laughs> and I go, I'm like, I'm like Really? Like, thanks. Like, you know what I mean? Let's, let's you know, let's yeah. let's fix the problem. Something you could and She's like, out. she's looking at me on the ground and and um oh. and then and then the, there was another person upstairs and they come running down the stairs and they know exactly what happened. Like it was one of those <laughs> things that this has happened w- before. It's happened a couple times. And he right. comes down and he's got a big smile on my face and I turn around and I look at him and, and I'm like, come on, man. It's almost like, like they pranked you. Yeah, yeah. It was like and it's uh, like, but, did he survive it. But yeah. It, it, I felt so like I fell so hard it. It was so fast that I I, I couldn't
0: I couldn't. I couldn't stop myself. Yeah, you were, you were done. Uh, Rob's got a great story. We'll get to that when we come back after the break. Uh, still to come, we'll talk about the federal liberals uh, hoping to make home buying more affordable for millennials. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Bound. I wish I was homeward bound. Home with my
1: thoughts escaping home. My music's playing home For my love lies waiting silently for me
0: Welcome back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Robgolfi.com is the website. Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to like the Rob Golfi Facebook page. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. If you have a question for the Golfie team, email us, questions at robgolfie.com. That email address again is questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, talkative homebuyers beware. The seller might be listening. And in a matter of minutes, the federal government wants to make home buying a little more affordable for millennials. Uh, Back to our funny stories for the day. Phil was sharing his uh, recent uh, fall at a home. Rob, you have a classic that you've shared from time to time,
1: uh, yeah. There's one that I, I pulled into the. Uh, it was it was snowing, and uh, there was a walkway going up to the front porch. And this and is a few years ago. This is a few yeah. years ago, and um, so as I'm as I'm walking up the the front walkway, uh, the guy runs out of the house and said, basically telling me to be careful mm-hmm. of my step, like on the walkway. Right. As he's telling me this, <laughs> I am going straight head. I I went. Head, head first down. Wow. And then so I hit my, uh, so I, I tried to crash my my hands on the sidewalk. My my laptop ends up getting a chunk out of it. it <laughs> the plastic broke off there. <laughs> and then my finger, my, I guess, what would you call this? The front. That's uh, so your pointer point, is, yeah, uh, uh, finger. Yeah, my pointing finger. Index finger. So at the knuckle, the my finger went like. Sideways? Sideways. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm I, I'm, I'm on the ground Facing down, I can't believe it, and then I'm looking at my finger, and I can't believe I see this happening to my hand. Wow. It was just something. So, and so I'm thinking, I still got to go to this appointment. So I pull my, <laughs> I pull the finger, and I straighten of wow. I straighten, it, and I can hear the cartilage just oh. like, you know, all that kind of stuff.
0: By the way, I hope you're enjoying your breakfast, everyone. Oh yeah, no <laughs> kidding,
1: no kidding. But um, but I still went to the point. But my hand, my finger was in so much pain. Wow. I wasn't, my game wasn't on. I'm walking through. And I, I you know what this guy knew that there was a problem
2: on this <laughs> on this
1: walkway and he tried to warn me before I got you there You know what he he he
2: he, he knew he he had to go out and do it he just procrastinated yeah. and by the time you showed up he forgot to yeah. ace it down it was I one think so. of those yeah. one of so, those things. so, <laughs> so it, it, it exactly happened what he thought you know
1: all the people that are walking up on his walkway oh man so anyway th- that was uh that was a bad so thing. this
0: is your right hand
1: this is my right hand it took and it took a long time yeah. for for the swelling to go down on my finger it took it took a it took a couple of years
0: so as customary when you guys show up to appointments you will shake the person's hand did oh, you did you shake the person's hand
1: i i i i, I think i do recall <laughs> shaking his hand <laughs> Oh, but I was in so much pain, and I had another appointment after that. And I went to that appointment, and then I went to uh, emergency at uh, on uh, in Stony Creek. There, Holy the uh, what do you call that one at? Uh, Saint, is it St. Joe's uh, emergency there? on King Street. Oh, there? in Stony Creek, yeah. In Stony yeah. Creek. So oh, wow. I went there and they t- looked at it and they go, wow, you did a pretty good job straightening it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I go, no kidding. I was in shock. I, oh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. I think
2: that's the best thing you can do for it, though. You got to put it back. I mean, right I'm away. doctor, but. Yeah. You, know, you, you see it in, in some sporting events, like famous football, for yeah. yeah and, and oh, they, they, the straight- they straighten it right, right away. Right away. Right away. Yeah. 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 I know what happened Ouch. to, uh, yeah, happened to Justin Fields this year. Yeah. yeah. That's what they did. Oh yeah, it's, uh, but uh, and then I, I know not, I, a not so
1: funny story really. No, no, and I know I remember Rose Martino. Shoot, we were walking on a, a up a, a driveway on, on a Scully. And she just went straight down head first, right into like the snow. When she ca- <laughs> when she got up, she had snow all over her face and her hair. And I'm like, I, it was hard not to laugh. And I was saying, are you okay? Like, are you okay? And oh my God. As you're giggling inside. Uh, yeah. As you're giggling inside. You're hoping everything is okay. Yeah. But she was more embarrassed at, at falling in front of me like right, that right, right. Uh, than uh, than uh, anything else. But she was happy that the homeowner didn't see that.
0: I'm <laughs> <laughs> glad she wasn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, still to come, we'll talk about talkative homebuyers, beware. The seller might be listening. In today's day and age of uh, technology, you never know who is listening. But uh, earlier this week, Finance Minister Bill Morneau said that um, making home buying more affordable for millennials is one of the things that the federal liberal government wants to do. Uh, They're focused on three housing-related issues since coming to office in 2015. Canada's shortage of affordable housing, we're we're seeing the National Affordable Housing Plan being instituted, uh, I think it's a couple of years ago now, a uh, a run-up in real estate prices in some markets. Certainly we've seen that in Hamilton, Toronto, Vancouver, uh, with the foreign buyer's tax being implemented. And uh, the, the third spoke in this wheel is ensuring that millennials millennials can afford homes. So, uh, the finance minister is saying that they've already tried to increase the supply of affordable housing to cool those hot housing markets by introducing uh, the stress test that limits some people's ability to take out big mortgages. Uh, they focused on, you know, trying to cool off those red-hot housing markets. What can the government do in your opinion to make home buying more affordable for millennials? I have uh, no, Other than increasing the supply, it's, yeah, they can't. It's, it's, um, it's
2: like it's widely talked about and widely debated, and it's it's something that everybody says they're going to do. And and even when it comes down to the municipal elections, right? Yeah, it, it's something that we saw in, in, in Hamilton's election where you know we're going to create affordable housing. Then you go up to the you know federal and provincial governments, and they're they're all saying the same thing. And it's yeah. like, well, where do you start, right? And and you know, I know, not getting to. Two into politics, but but Doug Ford's like, well, we got to open up the Greenbelt because that's you know we need more land, and once right. we we you know we have more land to build on, that's how we create you know increased supply. And it's hard, like it's hard. They're just trying it's, to get votes. I'm gonna tell you that that's just thing, trying like, to make themselves look good. Like it's a double-edged sword, right? Like like you want affordable housing, and then when a condo developer goes, okay, well you know let's put up you know a sixty-story high building or or a fifty-story, and then they'll say no, you can only go thirty stories. Right. Well, if you let that condo developer go up higher, it, the overall cost of building becomes Decreases. Mm. It's, it's way cheaper which which is going to result in in more sales in, in, right but in, in a lower uh housing housing costs so i mean you're creating more units but then again you're turning around and going to developers and saying well you can't do that and then and then it's okay well our average price because you're only going to let me build 25 stories or 30 stories the whole average price is going to be a lot higher it's happening in grimsby right now too mm. it's you know there's this thing where you can't build more than six stories well yeah. guess what in in you know in 20 years from now and you you have six story apartment buildings everywhere and, and there's nowhere to build now you're going to say well i wish we went up 30 stories or where i wish we went up you know what i mean so it's it's that double edged sword and then and then it comes back to the government, and then everybody says well we want more housing it's you know we're trying and, and it's just a push yeah you and can't pull. have it's, it's, your cake and eat it too right it, exactly so
0: there's it's no there's not, no
2: way
1: they can there's no way they can make it
2: affordable and, and,
1: it's just to me it's more of a political uh talk just to you know what uh, with the uh, this is an election year isn't it yeah yeah this fall yeah, this so, October. so they're already you know trying to get the millennials on their side saying hey yeah we're mean, gonna make it, more affordable yeah. housing
2: for you right. yeah really okay what are you what really are you gonna do, do? nothing yeah. it's, it's not and, it's, and, and it's baloney it's, it's hard baloney. it's harder because like you don't it's not it's not something that you want to get involved in. it's not something that you want to touch and we saw it in in t- you know 2017 2018 where we saw all these implementations of policies that You know, there's always this negative reaction or or sometimes this, you know, with the stress test, it's going to result in people going towards more um, B lenders or private lenders, which, you know, which isn't necessarily a good thing. Right. So it's careful once they get their hands on 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 these certain things. But I mean, overall, it's you know, the, the quick answer is, yeah, let's let's increase supply. But, you know. That would be 600. done at a
0: municipal level, though, yeah. wouldn't it? Because the municipalities yeah. have to designate the, the permitting. Okay, yeah, the permitting, and uh, you know, developers would have to jump on board as well. Uh, we're really not seeing that happening at a rapid pace, and uh, you know. But for I, a variety think of Hamilton, I think
2: in Hamilton, I think I think they hit the billion dollar mark in terms of permitting for. Yeah, or, uh, I, I forget for, the, for a few years. Yeah, now. I think it's they, five or six the, years in a row. In a yeah. row, yeah. yeah. So that's that's a good sign. I mean, like we've talked about on the show, you know, in Hamilton, over the next five to six years, we're going to see anywhere from ten to twelve cranes in the air at any given time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throwing up these condos, and, and we've already seen a few. Yeah, yeah. and um, but I mean, even when these condos are going up, they're going up for seven hundred dollars a square foot. Like yeah. those are Toronto square foot numbers. They're like, expensive. That, yeah, that's, millennials that's aren't affording that. Absolutely not. For yeah. a 650 square foot apartment, like that's it's
0: it's insane. So NDP leader Jagmeet Singh is also now hopping on this train. and I'm sure Andrew Scheer of the Conservatives is going to do the same as well. <laughs> but Singh is saying that Ottawa should stop applying, and I want to get your opinion on this, Ottawa should stop applying GST to the cost of building new affordable units, provide a subsidy to renters who spend more than 30% of their incomes on housing, and double a tax credit for first-time homebuyers from $1,500 to $750, or from $750 to $1,500. All, all good, but I'm not sure if any of those kind of it, 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 clear up the
1: problem. No. It just helps a little bit on on closing day, just to uh, and for for the for the first time buyer. But it's not going to you change your right life. I,
2: you know, this one is is the renters who spend more than thirty percent of their income. So there's a lot of people that don't show an income. So there's a lot of people that are 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 entrepreneur. Like you know, they work for themselves. And they don't pay themselves a lot of money to avoid paying taxes. Right. Right. So now so, you're going to give them a subsidy? Exactly. <laughs> so those are the type of people that are renting because, you know, either they're doing, you know, they have cash on hand or doing, you know, doing jobs that they're getting paid cash. Yeah. Which which then results in them not being able to get approved for a mortgage. So they rent. So now you're going to give this a person a thirty percent and I and I'm saying, you know, that's not the majority of the population. Sure, but but there's some up there. There's some yeah. And I would say there's a lot more than some, really? right? So um so yeah, that could help, but you know, it's a double-edged sword with everything. Like it, it, it's it's if anybody can fix it, mm-hmm. you know, they would be they they would be there. Like it, it, you know, yeah. let's go find that person.
0: But yeah, there hasn't been that person. We're yet. not saying it's a bad idea because it's a good idea. Yeah. It's just a, 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 a it's a matter of how they're going to do it. And whether they have, you know, the wherewithal to do it, right? I think It'd that's the question. I mean,
2: every time we go through this whole election thing, it's it's just a bunch of hot takes and oh yeah, it, it's <laughs> a bunch of promises. So, oh yeah, and it's something Ch- that, especially in your your you know your field where you're covering the election and mm-hmm. your you know every little detail or every little headline or every yeah. little quote is is analyzed to the furthest extent for sure. And it's something that you're super familiar with. Yeah, so it's but it's part of
0: our job to yeah. let the no, public know what these people oh, 100%, are saying. Oh, one hundred percent.
2: Right? But you've noticed where where you know what I mean? You're following it that closely, but you it's almost like a cycle of, it's almost like the new cycle, Oh, It's right? the, same, it's, it's the yeah. same headlines. It's the same quotes. It's yeah. the same
0: empty promises. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
2: it's going to be interesting. And, and, and Yeah, this and, is nothing new. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> the issue might be new, but yeah, the the execution is the same. Uh, let's go through some housing trends that may or may not affect the Canadian real estate market in 2019. Maybe we'll just go through the list and we'll get your, your hot takes on this. Uh, prices, sales, and interest rates will increase. Well, we've seen... Prices increase here. Yes. Sales have kind of dipped a little bit. Yeah. Interest rates, we think they're going to continue to go up, either, even though the central they just bank. This came down. This yeah, yeah month they, 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 had they had to lock it.
1: They, yeah, they, they had to lock it. But they're,
0: they're still going to go up. Yeah, they're th- still th- going to go up. They'll
1: still go up for sure. They. Yeah. Uh, um, it, 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 it They've been uh, and, and they're still At record numbers Like uh, compared
2: I mean Even in comparison To 2008 Where we were at Like 4.5%
1: Yeah, yeah right? Like so we're Like I mean it, Anything under 6% Is like, We don't want to be at 6 But anything right. under 6% Like it, it, you're st- It's still good People are still yeah. Getting credit cards yeah. People are still yeah. Getting yeah.
0: lines of credit uh, yeah. The new reality This is uh, basically uh, Virtual reality And drones You guys are, Have already used The drones In, yeah. in terms of Highlighting homes Which yeah, is amazing Yeah yeah.
2: yeah, it's a it's a great way to to market real estate listings and a great way to show off areas of the home. Yeah, um, and it's absolutely, really eye catching and um, you oh, know, it's dramatic. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it, it gives it a, a, a like a, a home almost, almost like a feeling and right, it's awesome. Yeah, we really like doing that. Yeah, and get, using that a part of our you marketing. Get way strategies. more than a
0: three hundred and sixty view of the house because you're getting the surrounding area, yeah, the so neighborhood.
2: A lot of people like a, a lot of people. You know, we've seen a lot of realtors use the doll box type of house where you right. kind of click click through and and you know. From our consensus is that people don't do that. Like people won't click through a house and, and walk through it with uh you know, with their mouse, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people would rather see a, a video even if you're not looking through you know, for a house. We we often see people coming on to our page and saying, Wow, this is a beautiful house. Yeah. And they're not necessarily looking. But we don't often see people clicking through the doll box. So we, we're we're often more pushing the um, you know, the virtual yeah. reality type yeah. of Oh, yeah, they're sensational. Type of video. Uh,
0: another trend: uh, even smarter homes, receiving the you know the Google Homes and the Amazon Alexas. Yeah, do you uh, have you know. do you have one? I have a Google Home. I yeah, have a, I, I have an Alexa in my office. Do you have an Alexa? Yeah, yeah. I love it? it. I use it daily. Yeah. yeah, I use it every morning just to say, "Hey, good morning, Google," and then. It goes through kind of its around.
2: Everybody's thing is going off right now. <laughs> hey, Google. <laughs> hey, Google. It's all,
0: <laughs> hey, Google. <laughs> it's all going okay, off. Okay, right no, no. It's it's okay, <laughs> Google.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, Google.
1: There, there's mine. It's going now. <laughs> but
0: I mean, it's, yeah, it's handy. It, it provides you information, uh, you know, depending on how It's like having
2: Rick's in your kitchen.
0: It could, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine says, hello, yeah. good morning, Rick. So you know, a, I've, I've trained a. it well. Uh, enter the exurbs. So everyone knows about uh, price, uh, the prices of homes in Toronto, Vancouver, to a lesser extent here in Hamilton as well. And basically one of these trends they're suggesting in this article is that people are going to be moving away from the big centers to more of the suburbs or, you know, those bedroom kind of communities. Not to say Hamilton is a bedroom community of Toronto. That's far from it. But I think, you know, the Hamiltons, the Niagara's, maybe even the Brantford's might benefit a little more uh, in, the coming, in the coming months or years. Oh,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, they're they're all affordable uh, areas, and uh, and and that's the trend. That's where everything's going. Mm-hmm. Like, look, look at uh, Branford exploded, you in yeah. the last three four years, and now and same thing same thing with Saint Catharines, uh, Saint Catharines Niagara. So, um, so things are things are yeah, definitely are going that way.
0: If you can jump on a highway and get to work. In a couple of hours, especially if you work in the GTA. I mean, I I think a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. Uh, Another trend, environmentalism. Uh, We might see this more through home renos, certainly in in newer uh, developments, is that that environmentally friendly materials are being used a whole lot more, and that will continue in 2019. So that should be an interesting uh, trend as we... Uh, continue to follow that. Uh, still to come, we'll take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, talkative home buyers. Beware, the seller might be listening. You've taken uh, countless people through homes, yes, and I know you are aware that you know there, there could be cameras or audio devices in homes. But now uh, we're uh, you know advising prospective home buyers that uh, the seller might be listening. So uh, we'll key in on that. Also, I'm not sure if you guys heard this story. From earlier this week, there is a lady in Alberta, and we'll get to this uh, in our next segment or two, who is selling her home, or at least has tried to sell her $1.7 million home in uh, in Alberta, has not had any bites. So she is basically holding a contest where you You're write awful. an essay, uh, you submit $25, write an essay, and you could win the home. There is a catch to this. We'll explain uh, how that's going to work. We'll also talk about a billionaire who is spending millions of dollars on a new condo in new york that's still to come as well you're listening to the hamilton real estate show on 900 chml
1: Our house is a very 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 fine house with two cats in the yard life used to be so
0: Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. In studio today with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfe, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the golfy team. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. The website is robgolfe.com. Rob G O L F I dot com. At Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. Like the Rob golfy Facebook page and subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. On Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. If you have a question for the Golfy team or you have a topic idea that you would like us to discuss on a future program, you can email us. That email address is questions at robgolfy.com. Don't forget, if you are in the market to sell your home, Golfy gets it sold. You've seen the uh, billboards all over town. Yeah. The millions of billboards you guys have <laughs> <laughs> all over town. Um, but obviously, the, the the marketing is a huge part of what you guys do, and you have to market yourself as well.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We 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 try to drive more and more people to uh, to the website to view our uh, clients' listings, which it it does. We we, we are, we're number one in uh, in the uh, Hamilton Niagara area when it comes to people looking for uh, for listings in, in the area. Nice, yeah. So.
0: Okay, this is a uh, well a sensitive topic for some. Uh, we've talked about it on the uh, program before. Talkative home buyers, beware! So, if you're going through a home, you're looking at a home that you are uh, interested in buying, uh, be careful because the seller might be listening. So, in your experiences, uh, how does this work?
1: Yeah, it, you know what, what, they have all these. Um, I guess what they call it, ring uh, uh, programs. Yeah, there's where... so
2: much. There's so many new technologies that allow you to listen, which is mm-hmm. you know. You know, before, Which is great. Before, before but, somebody's but listening, so great. you see a, you see a big microphone <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Right now, yeah. it's, it's easily hidden, and, and it's something that you know that sellers can use to to their advantage. While mm-hmm. while you know the prospective buyers are walking through the home, so the Throughout buyers are the walking, negotiation. Yeah,
0: the buyers are walking through a house. The seller is obtaining information, knowledge, intel from you know what the prospective home buyers That's are right. saying. Yeah. is this legal? I, I, I
1: don't think it's uh, I don't I don't know if it's, it's I don't it's know if it's legal, but I, I don't think it's right. Okay. because um, as you're taking somebody through the house you're talking about you know your negotiation tactics sure. with your agent and you're going through all this and all of a sudden you bring in the offer and it they also, already know it seems like right? they it seems like they they know everything right. mm-hmm. and you have no no upper hand you know and uh, like somebody could say hey listen I'm willing to pay full price for this but let's see if we can get it for right. you know 15,000 less and- Right. In the meantime
0: now the seller knows that you want to pay full price.
1: That's right. So he's not afraid to sign it back at full price. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? Like he's so but I mean if he didn't have that intel, right. he'd be a little bit cautious and you know, and that's what the negotiation is about. Now we we did have one uh, that was uh, under surveillance and I actually, that was, I co-listed that with another agent. The other agent did not know that the house was under surveillance. Hmm. I warned the other agent. I says, be very careful. Right. I says, this house is under uh, surveillance. So uh, if you're bringing anybody through, I, I said to her, I said, just, just be cautious. Right. Uh, just walk through. Talk very very little and get out, and it, and it's not good. I don't think it is good, and and I don't think it's right. And uh, but there's gonna be there's gonna come a time where uh, that that's gonna be a question asked when we put a house up for sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this house under surveillance? It is like are you gonna be listening in? And then we may have to warn. Uh, other agents when they're walking in that right. that th- that the house is being uh, monitored. So
0: would that come under the disclosure area of the contract? That hey, you know, when you walk through, this is going to happen.
1: Yeah, it'll probably be on the listing. We'll, yeah. we, we probably would have to disclose saying uh, house is under surveillance uh, by the uh, homeowner. Right. Um, so basically, we're warning um, the agents showing the house and also their their clients to um, mm-hmm. you know pipe up and don't don't say a word.
0: It's almost as if they're spying. You know, they are spying yeah. that's
1: not good it's it's not good it's not good for negotiations it's like uh it's it's it i i don't think it's right you know what i mean uh, it, it doesn't make the game fair right. and uh so it uh it, it should they'll they'll it, it this is happening more and more and I'd say within probably about a year from now you're gonna see yeah, a lot they're of laws write a policy o- they're gonna
2: yeah. write a policy in terms of what what what's gonna happen on it right um but it, it do you think some know.
0: are do you think some are doing it for security reasons? They're not or doing maybe, it for or security. Or maybe no, they, want,
2: they want to know the feedback from the listing. Yeah. And, and and what I do is I I always tell tell my clients if I'm showing the property I, I'm going to say, "Hey, listen, there's going to be a chance that we're being recorded. If there's anything that you want to talk about, yeah. let's talk about it outside the property." So oftentimes we'll leave the you know, we'll leave the showing and you know, it's your casual conversation as you're going through. Sure, yeah. Um but but when you're in the car on the way back, then that's when you're going to talk about it. But especially when the new, you know, the newer modern homes, you can kind of, you get that sense, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the homes that are wired with the security systems. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's it's just part of today, right? It, you know, whether you're, you know, whether you're in a restaurant or whether you're, you know, walking downtown, it's there's cameras everywhere. There's recordings everywhere. Yeah. You know, even when you're talking on the phone, you know, people record every single one of their phone conversations. Technically, you're supposed to, under, um, under the law, you're supposed to tell somebody when they're being recorded. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know let's face yeah. it, it it's happening every, every day yeah. No, yeah. no one tells you no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. unless you're unless it's you know this call's b- being recorded for training well, yeah. training <laughs> yeah. purposes yeah. training purposes and, yeah. then, uh, and then you just gotta flip around hey I'm recording you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. exactly wait a minute you <laughs> can't do that <laughs> hey you yeah. can record me but I want you to know I'm recording you
1: exactly. too <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a good line I'll, <laughs> I'll have a record of this <laughs> conversation I'm gonna yeah. use that
0: the next time yeah. uh, when we come back we'll talk about that woman who is uh, selling her house in Alberta and uh, encouraging people to write an essay in order to win it well uh, to talk about a billionaire in New York that is shelling out a uh, a bunch of money for a, a new condo in New York City. That and more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Alaska, around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax, Escortman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team, email questions at RobGolfie.com. That email address, again, is questions at RobGolfi.com. They're all over social media, at Rob Golfe on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfe Facebook page. It's a great Facebook page with some uh, awesome information, uh, tremendous videos, drone videos there as well. Talked about that earlier on on the show. And uh, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Okay, there's a woman in Alberta, in uh, Millarville, Alberta. It's, I believe, just outside of Calgary. Who has put up her home for sale? A 3,800 square foot house, uh, and has listed for $1.7 million. Although no one is willing to buy this home, apparently it's a beautiful uh, listing uh, with a mountain view, and uh, but but no takers. So. She has uh, created a a write-a-letter, win-a-house campaign. It costs $25 to enter, plus a letter explaining why you should be the winner of this home. So I'm sure she's going to get some very creative submissions. The catch is that there has to be enough entries that uh, for $25 that get to 1.7 million 68,000 yes so for 68,000 people <laughs> to write an essay to potentially <laughs> win this house that, yeah. that that's not going to happen that's not going to happen
1: that's not going to happen so she's going to have to spend money sending everybody their <laughs> an uh, apology money. letter yeah. yeah sorry we didn't get enough and yeah. then she's going it's going to cost her more money in stamps but oh, we
2: we we've we've seen this before where um there'll be like a raffle, right? So yeah. so it'll be like a random like you buy a ticket, right? And, you know, sometimes the ticket's 500 bucks right. or whatever. It might you know, might be a $250,000 house. Mm-hmm. And then and then they just randomly pick. We've seen it with cars, we've seen it with houses. So this is a little bit different. This this requires a little bit a little more, more creativity. a little bit more maintenance yeah. in terms of the reading material.
0: We yes. should do a raffle but, uh, for,
1: for for people to 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 win a a, da- a down payment for a, a house. Let's do it. Like, like well, like I mean, you're make? gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, no, but but literally. But it's basically like a like a it's like a lottery. You're buying a lottery yeah. ticket, right? Yeah. You yeah. buy you buy a fifty dollars lottery ticket, and, and then you know you throw all the funds and whatever.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Very she should have she should have made it fifty bucks. She should have made it hundred bucks. Well, it could have been yeah. even hundred. I been now, like the now you're the a little bit. Saint of time. Margaret's.
1: What's what do you call that? Saint uh, almost like oh a, one, uh, one of the, uh, the Princess Margaret's Margaret Hospital. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a three-bedroom house. It has a wine cellar. It uh, must remain on the market until the end of January because the listing contract uh, says so. So, you know, good luck to her. I'm not sure she's going to get that many entries, but uh, a creative solution to an issue that she has. New York City. uh, New York, New York. One of the greatest cities on this planet. There is a hedge fund billionaire by the name of Ken Griffin who continues to smash records left, right, and center. Uh, He's got a lot of money on his hands, and he's willing to dole it out. So he has paid about $238 million for a New York penthouse overlooking Central Park. It is the largest in Griffin's recent $700 million global real estate shopping spree and believed to be the largest ever for a U.S. billionaire. So over the past few years, uh, Mr. Griffin, who's uh, the founder and CEO of Citadel, has purchased the most expensive homes in Chicago, Miami, and New York, Spent more than $200 million to buy land in Palm Beach, Florida, for a home he plans to build there. And this week, news broke that he purchased a $122 million property in London, which was the most expensive sale that city in a decade. Wow. So he's got money to burn. Wow. And he's burning it pretty good. So this New York condo, which overlooks Central Park, just has stunning views of the park, uh, covers four floors. It has 24,000 square feet and uh, this condo is a 79-story condo tower uh, that overlooks Central Park. And word is that he's going to spend millions more to design, build, and furnish this condo. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. That's- I got into the wrong uh, long line of work, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, no kidding. Got to get in the hedge fund
1: business. So how,
0: how much more uh, was this in terms of you know breaking this record for America? The deal eclipses the current record for the most expensive homes sold in the U.S., The one hundred forty seven million dollars paid by hedge fund manager Barry Rosenstein for an upstate East Hampton, New York property in 2014. So he's almost doubled what was the highest at that point for a home in America.
1: He'll have this record for a long time.
0: $238 million. Like,
1: like who does he sell this to? He's got to find another billionaire. (laughs) What's going to be the price? So the
2: media company that we use to do all our drone footage, he he travels all over the United States. And and some of the estates that he's done in, in, in the Hamptons, you know, 175 million dollar, and they got like two miles of beach. It's, wow. it's just crazy, and wow. and, the, and those are the you know all the Wall Street shooters that are, are shooting up to the. It's basically the Muskoka's of our. Uh, yeah. that's what the Hamptons yeah. is in, yeah. in comparison. So I can't imagine. It's, it's it's wild.
0: I'd love to see the photos when he gets it all done. Like yeah. does this guy for for a mortgage or does a he pay cash? People, I'm surprised. I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. that this
2: gets a, is getting the media attention because a lot of people do it under wraps, right? Like a, yeah. a lot of the times you'll see that you know you know something is sold and. And, uh, and they won't come out with who bought it or who the name is right, right? but but, th- but this, he's, this he's coming out and
0: this guy and wants showing off his to portfolio yeah. and saying, Good this, for is, him. this is me well
1: it's yeah it's
0: part his, uh, his it's part of his part his brand yeah. yeah
2: people want to use him
0: really quick because we got to go what's the highest property that you've ever sold the most expensive
2: on the team it was me i sold a uh retail plaza for 2.8 million dollars nice. yeah so yeah. just and times like, that by and like in like 100. my first
0: four months of real estate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well done hey yeah. don't forget golfy gets it sold uh, guys thanks for coming in we'll catch you next saturday at nine right here on the hamilton real estate show on 900 chml